In May 1905, Emmanuel Phillips Fox married the English artist Ethel Carrick, and the two of them settled in Paris in an apartment surrounded by other artists' studios. The artist Hilda Ricks Nicholas described her visit to the Fox residence. I remember their house, small and interesting. One dipped down under drooping branches to enter. There was an archway off the wide Boulevard Arago, and beyond it, a surprise of quaint courtyards and creepers, twisting cobble paths, wicker gates, and the loveliest little gardens onto which opened doors and windows of studios and flats. The Foxes lived at Boulevard Arago between 1905 and 1913. This was an important and productive period in Fox's artistic career. He appears to have settled most happily into married life, and new themes began to emerge in his painting. Fox's images of this period often depict scenes of gentle domesticity. Paintings, like the arbour here, depict a blissful home life set amongst a sweet, tumbling garden, the whole scene dappled with the most beautiful light. The arbour charmingly synthesises Fox's two key influences. The painting fuses together classical academic techniques with the more experimental techniques of Impressionism. Fox had a solid academic training in Australia, and he had also spent much time absorbing English art. He lived in Europe for much of his career. Along with artists such as Rupert Bunny, Bertram McKennell and John Russell, Fox was part of an artistic exodus from Australia. His understanding of classical principles is evidenced in the arbour, through the clear modelling of the forms and meticulously arranged composition. Yet the painting is also a glorious celebration of Impressionism. Fox's love of artists like Monet and Renoir are clearly evident. The arbour is reminiscent of Monet's Le Déjeuner and Renoir's Luncheon of the Boating Party. The Impressionists were interested in the nature of perception. Their paintings were impressions that attempted to record the changeable nature of light and colour. To capture the ethereal qualities of light, they worked with a divided palette, preferring to use pure, unmixed pigments. This was a move away from the careful tonal graduations taught in the classical schools. Fox also embraced the Impressionists' use of pure pigment, all the better to create shimmering and glittering light effects. Look how light bounces around the arbour. It streams in glorious rays at the back of the composition. It filters beautifully through the vine, picking out different shades of green, and it modulates across the figures in a sweet, freckled way. Fox loved the clear, bright sparkle of sunlight and was lost without it. The arbour was likely modelled on his garden at the Boulevard Arago house. The figure in the wicker chair is thought to be his wife, the girl, his niece Louise, and the little boy in his dapper red sailor suit is his nephew Len. Fox had made many sketches of his extended family when he came out in 1908 and stayed at his brother's house in Malvern. There's a lovely sense of intimacy in the image. We're encouraged to feel part of the group. The figures are in the foreground close to us 
and almost life-size. The young boy addresses us directly. It's a happy way to while away an afternoon. Fox is often described as a gentle presence, and this quality emanates from the scene. Louise remembers her Uncle Manny coming to stay in Melbourne in 1908. As a child, I loved having him in and out of our house. He was never too busy to talk and play with us, or set us up with paper, charcoal and pieces of fresh bread to roll into little balls to use as erasers. Later, when he lived in Melbourne, shortly before his death, I saw him at several exhibitions and gatherings, and it was his quiet manner and humility that made me admire him so. I'm sure he never thought of himself as great.